the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live, our last show of 2022. Great to be with you. And it is Open Line Friday. And that means that whatever we're talking about, we will change the subject for you. If you have a Bible question, a question about or a comment about the news, or you just want to keep going with the conversation we've got going now, give us a call. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. On Fridays, we will take your call on any subject, and uh, we will we will change the topic and maybe switch back to what we were talking about before, or maybe change the entire direction of the show that's something we get to do on Fridays, and we have a good time with it. 888-528-2557. And uh, you can also send me an email at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. If you can't get your phone, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. All right, lots of news going on today, and uh, we'll cover some of those stories and talk about it. You know, one of the things I think that's important for us that I like about our audience is that we want to be savvy to what is going on behind the headlines and what is going on with the politics and the real reason certain things are done. So one of the big stories today is Donald Trump's tax returns are out there. Does it bug you that uh, he, in some years, doesn't pay any income taxes? Uh, here's something I want to point out about this. We'll talk about this a little bit. There, There is an issue with how we do taxation in this country and how lots of people, particularly if you are very wealthy, have different uh, ways of being taxed. And uh, we'll get into that for a second here. One of the things I want you to listen to, though, as we have these conversations, because it's not just about Trump's taxes. There was an issue in 2020 with Michael Bloomberg's taxes. Remember that? He was running as a as a Democrat. Nobody knows what party he really is, but he jumped into that race. Everybody thought he was going to be maybe the nominee for about 10 minutes, and then he was a disaster. But they were going after him about his taxes. Mitt Romney, when he ran in 2012, people went after him about his taxes and why won't you release your taxes? And there is a reason. There's a reason that particularly if you are a person who is wealthy enough that most of your income comes from investments, and especially if you are into real estate like Donald Trump or Michael Bloomberg, or you have very complicated taxes, there's a, there's a reason. And it's because there might not be anything wrong with your taxes. There might not be anything illegal in there at all. But it just doesn't feel good, I think, to the American people when they see that you have so many deductions and that maybe you didn't pay any income tax at all. The key word there is income tax. They might pay a lot of investment taxes, which is at a much lower rate typically than income taxes. But that uh, is a tax that most of us don't really think about very much. 
And so it gets leveraged against people. If you're running for office and you happen to be running against a very wealthy person, you probably want their tax return out there because there's a really good chance they don't pay any income taxes. And that will be an issue for you, even though it's not exactly as as true as you would like it to be because you pay taxes elsewhere with other things. And you're likely taking advantage of the tax code. My thought with uh, the Trump taxes out there is that that's what they're they're showing. And people are looking at it. The New York Times today has a live website where they're just going through the hundreds of pages of his tax return, you know, probably they're not going to find anything illegal. They're going to find things that they will put out there that look strange or that they can make political hay over. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't believe that Donald Trump or Mitt Romney or most people, uh, particularly at that level of income, are sitting down in front of a copy of TurboTax that they got at Costco and doing their own taxes. Do you think so? I don't I I don't think so. I don't think that uh you know Mitt Romney is uh, going around uh, Costco and eating the samples and grabbing his copy of TurboTax Professional and going home and firing it up. I just think that's not not what he's doing and I don't think Donald Trump does it either. I think one day he's got an accountant who comes in and says, "Here's your taxes," plops it down, turns it to uh the 1040 and says, "Sign here and uh how do we do?" and here's how you did. Okay, and that's probably the end of it. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's going to get shown, but uh, but that's probably the reality. And so this is a whole lot of political hay. But one of the things that's interesting, I think, about the Donald Trump thing is that uh, he did he brought this out. Other candidates, I've never understood why. I never understood why Mitt Romney in 2012, when he was getting hammered, because finally he released his tax returns after months and months of pressure. He was just getting hammered by it. And the New York Times was all in a huff. Mitt Romney paid $1.9 million in taxes on $13.69 million in income in 2011, reading from the New York Times uh, in 2012 here. Most of it from investments for an effective rate of 14.1%. And they kind of go on. But see, that line is used against him because do you remember what the line was in 2012 used against Mitt Romney and his taxes? Do you remember what it was? It was Mitt Romney pays less in taxes than his secretary which is not true as far as the actual dollar amount, but it is true as far as the percentage. 14.1% was less than the something like 17 or 18% that the secretary was paying. But the reason is, is she was paying taxes on her income, and that was the rate. He was paying taxes on his investments, and it got a lower rate. And what happens with a lot of people, you get to a place where you're no longer really making a lot of money that shows up on your W-2. You make money on your investments, and it's taxed differently. Because it's complicated, the political spin, and because most of us don't have that scenario, maybe if you're listening and you want to share with us how this works, we'd love to hear. The number is 888-528-2557. But for most of us, that's that's something that we don't we don't think about very often. We we might have some investments and you got a four oh one K or maybe you started a Roth IRA, maybe you got some dividends. There's everybody's at a different level with that if you're in it at all. But most of us still have a W-2, and we pay income taxes on that, and, and hopefully we can write off enough to lower the amount we pay. That's where, that's where most Americans are. And so these controversies get stirred up, and it works because we don't really understand. I don't know why Mitt Romney, though, couldn't have just said, uh, look, I actually pay a lot of taxes. Uh, my secretary pays less because, like most people, she's a W-2 employee, and I'm only getting paid on my investments. And that's how the system works. And uh, if you don't like it, then let's change the system. That is what Donald Trump said in 2016. A lot of people think, there's a few reasons, you know, people have their theories about how Donald Trump won. 
One of the theories is that he won because he stated those kinds of things. I thought one of the most insightful looks at this happened recently by comedian Dave Chappelle. I think some some comedians, really a lot of comedians, they have a way of explaining things in a simple way that make us laugh, but also make a point. This is Dave Chappelle. And I know that Dave Chappelle often is very crude if you watch his specials and stuff. And I wish he wouldn't do that. I think he would have a much bigger audience, frankly, if he doesn't do that. But here he is on uh, Saturday Night Live, where you can't be crude because it's network television. A lot of those words you can't say, and it's still hilarious. But he is talking about all kinds of things in this very long uh, monologue. But he comes to this point of why people like Donald Trump and why people in New York may not understand that. And uh, maybe a lot of people listening are like, I don't know why people like that guy. Well, he starts to explain it. And this is one of the things he says. And he's talking about the issue of Donald Trump and his taxes. That first debate, that first debate, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a white male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs. This whole system is rigged, he said. <laughs> and across the stage was a white woman, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, sitting over there looking at him like, no, it's not. I said, now, wait a minute, bro. It's what he said. And the moderator said, well, Mr. Trump, if in fact the system is rigged, as you suggest, what would be your evidence? You remember what he said, bro? He said, I know the system is rigged because I use it. And that was one of the things that surprised people at the time. I know the system is rigged because I use it. And people were saying, well, he's really going to say it. He's going to talk about what it is. And he did. And then Dave Chappelle continues this way. No one ever heard someone say something that true. And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch him in the taxes. She said, this man doesn't pay his taxes. He shot right back. That makes me smart. (laughs) And then he said, if you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't, because your friends and your donors enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. And with that, my friends, a star was born. (laughs) No one had ever seen anything like that. No one had ever seen somebody come from inside of that house, outside, and tell all the commoners, we are doing everything that you think we are doing inside of that house. They just went right back in the house and started playing the game again. See, and that's funny, but it's also very true, and you're seeing that in uh, his taxes if you're paying attention to that story. I don't understand why other politicians in a similar place haven't said that. When uh, Michael Bloomberg was getting hit with this same question in 2020, uh, this is what he said. He said, quote, there is no reason to, meaning disclose his uh, his federal taxes. He said, there is no reason to. We have categories and I have a personal life. The accountants will tell you that I pay 100% of my taxes. I don't have tax shelters in the context you would talk about. I pay what I am supposed to pay. We earn money all around the world. Now, that statement is probably true. And he's not going to release his tax returns because they probably show he pays no federal income tax or that he often doesn't pay federal income tax, or he pays very little federal income tax. He might very well pay a lot of investment tax and taxes on other things. But he knows that he can't release his tax returns, or he doesn't think he should, because people are going to say, look at this guy, he's a billionaire, and he pays no taxes. And you know what? there is something, isn't there, to that, that seems unfair, that seems that's not just, why would that happen? And we know that, but what Donald Trump did, which I give him credit for, is he pointed out, Hey, 
if this is the way it is, and, and effectively Bloomberg was saying the same thing, this is the way the tax code is written. This is what it says. And what I'm doing is what I'm legally allowed to do. And if the Congress doesn't, or my opponents in these cases, which uh, Blomberg could have said the same thing, wanted to make a difference, they should change it. But they're not going to because their big donors want to keep the same tax breaks. And uh, that's essentially what Donald Trump had to say. This is what actually Trump said in that debate in 2016. Or maybe he doesn't want the American people. This is Hillary going after him about his taxes. And this is what he said. Or maybe he doesn't want the American people, all of you watching tonight, to know that he's paid nothing in federal taxes because the only years that anybody's ever seen were a couple of years when he had to turn them over to state authorities when he was trying to get a casino license, and they showed he didn't pay any federal income tax. So that makes if me he's smart. Paid- that's why he says that makes me smart. That was the difference, right? Instead of coming up with some other... That's what he said. And and notice the first time she said it, she said federal taxes. The next time she was more precise. And this is the word when this is a political issue. And like we're pointing out, it happens on both sides. Okay, the Republicans will do it to the Democrats or the Democrats will do it to the Republicans. If it's, you know, it's politics, that's how it goes. But it's because when you see those taxes of somebody and it says they're not paying any taxes and they're making millions of dollars, uh, that just doesn't feel right, does it? It feels very unjust. And perhaps it is. But it has to get changed in the Congress. And this is a big deal. This is a big deal where it shouldn't be one side or the other, that our tax system is so messed up. It is. And there's there's good reasons for it. I'll back off a little bit and say, you know what, you want people to invest. You want people to have that going on because investments are how most of us have jobs. Right. That's the way it goes. If people don't invest, we tax people too much. And now somebody's going to say, oh, trickle down. Somewhere trickle-down certainly works. It's how it happens, all right? But there also seems to be something that if we made the tax system better, um, it would it would feel more fair, and it would be easier then for people to release their tax returns, potentially, because they wouldn't have these loopholes or these uh, carve-outs or whatever it is in there. Donald Trump went on to explain this in more detail when asked directly about his federal income taxes in 2016. Did you use that $916 million loss to avoid paying personal federal income taxes? For of you? course I do. Of course I do. And so do all of her donors or most of her donors. I know many of her donors. Her donors took massive tax write-offs. A lot of my write-off was depreciation and other things that Hillary as a senator allowed. And she'll always allow it because the people that give her all this money, they want it. That's why. See, I understand the tax code better than anybody that's ever run for president. Hillary Clinton, and it's extremely complex, Hillary Clinton has friends that want all of these provisions, including they want the carried interest provision, which is very important to Wall Street people. But they really want the carried interest provision, which I believe Hillary's leaving. It's very interesting why she's leaving carried interest. But I will tell you that, number one, I pay tremendous numbers of taxes. I absolutely used it. And so did Warren Buffett. And so did George Soros. And so did many of the other people that... Hillary is uh, getting money from. And so he went on to do that. And that's something that people liked about Donald Trump is that he was just very honest about why he's paying zero dollars in income tax. And as his taxes have come out, that's what we've seen, that he was it's uh, it's carried. uh, I think it's called carried interest where you can move losses to the following year. Right. If you had major losses and in real estate and business and things like that, you can do that. Um, And. 
that is something that he did, and that's what's being shown so far on his taxes. He actually made money in 2019 and paid some money, and then he in 2020, where most people, especially people whose business is the entertainment business or hotel business or uh, you know businesses where people travel and do stuff, they lost money. They just took major hits, and so he paid nothing in 2020. And it's comp- what I think they're going to find is that it's completely legal. And whether or not it should be legal, that's a good question. But it is. That's the way it is. And, you know, I guess what, I, what I'd like to get at with this kind of thing is that I think that the voters, I think all of us, whatever side you're on, we should not be fooled by things that are leveraged at us that are not exactly what they seem. You know, is it right that Donald Trump may be paying zero income tax? Maybe 2020 you give him a break because he certainly took a lot of losses. But in all those other years where most years he didn't or Mitt Romney didn't pay, you know, he paid $2 million in investment taxes, but he didn't pay any income taxes because he didn't have any income in as far as W-2. And it gets complicated. Uh, but I think that the the lie of the politics is that there's something to be seen here when there probably is nothing. Now, maybe they're going to find something screwy in his taxes, and uh, that'll come out later on. But uh, is Donald Trump personally going to be in trouble for that? I doubt it, because probably, like I said, he doesn't go to TurboTax and do his own taxes and, and do all of that. He probably doesn't even know. Um, he has an accountant who would be uh, on the hook for that. That's why the uh, your tax accountant has to sign your tax return also if they if they put it together. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. If you want to give us a call, it is open line Friday. And if you would like to change the subject, you can do that, or you can call and uh, stay on topic here. Do you have any thoughts about this? Is this something that bothers you whenever you hear this conversation, which we've seen in most of the last, uh, at least the last four uh, election cycles, some controversy of some uh, presidential election cycle, some controversy of some candidate who won't turn over his taxes. And uh, this is typically the reason. And, you know, if there's something illegal in there, well, then presumably the IRS would would find it at some point. Um, but uh, usually it's not about legalities. It's about the way things look. It's the perception. It's the political way that something can be spun where you say, oh, look, he pays no taxes. Look, this person made this much money, made $11 million and paid no taxes. Well, that doesn't mean it's illegal. It might mean it needs to change. It's always been a thing. Remember Bob Dole? If you're old enough, Bob Dole, he ran for president in 2016. What was his big deal? He was going to have a flat tax, right? It was a 17%, 17% flat tax. It's fair to everybody. I know it. You know it. The American people know it. We're all going to pay the same rate. And that was the deal is that he was going to change the tax code. Everybody just pays a percentage. There would probably be some graduated rate. I think if you made less than 40000 back then or something, you would pay nothing. And then it would sort of ease its way up to a certain percentage. And then it would be simple. There's been lots of people propose taxation where you fill out a little postcard. This is how much money I made. This is how much taxes I owe. And you do the math and you pay the taxes and there you go. And uh, that would be that would be very simple. And uh, a lot of people think that would be fair. A lot of people don't. It has a lot to do with complicated finance and how the system works. Um, but, you know, for sure, that's a part of it. And I think for all of us, it's, it is a big deal. I think it matters for us, uh, for everybody, just to, just to be able to look beyond what the headlines are, what the stories are, and realize that there's always politics, that there's always a spin on different things. And we should be looking for what that spin is, regardless of what side we're on. 
And if you kind of wonder, you know, why nothing ever comes of a lot of these things for these people, I mean, you know, is you know, Donald Trump's not convicted of anything. And Donald Trump, uh, you know, his company got convicted of uh, something related to how they were dishing out uh, uh, corporate um, bonuses, right, and, and doing it in a way to avoid taxes, which you're not allowed to do. If you got a Christmas bonus from your company, you have to pay taxes on that. Uh, but sometimes, you know, the company will give you, give you something as a gift and it's sort of not really on the books or it's taken out of some other category. And, and uh, nope. so often people don't even realize it's something that in a lot of businesses that it's something that should be taxable. Uh, the IRS points that out to you later because they, they tend to do that. And they got in trouble for that. But Donald Trump's not personally going to be in trouble for that, most likely, unless they find some sort of evidence that he personally directed people to break the law. And my thinking is that he's not really involved, that the CEO of that corporation, who uh, most corporations are not personally doing the taxes and all of that of most of those things. Um, what do you think about this? Should we should we change the code or should we just explain it better? 888-528-2557. Does it bother you? I guess that's what I really want to know is do these stories about the taxation and Trump not paying it or whatever he paid? Is it, is it as big a deal as the media makes it? Uh, I don't think it's actually a big deal, but I want to know, does it, is it a big deal to, to regular people? Like, do we really get mad or we just go, oh, that's the way it is? And um, 888-528-2557. I don't think that should be the way it is. I think it should be simple, and I think it should be transparent. And, you know, if you get into your your this subject with people, wouldn't it be better if all of it was just simpler? and more transparent, and this issue would go away. Because it's going to come up again. Who's going to run in 2024? Uh, What kinds of issues are going to be there with whoever those people are? It might be Donald Trump, but it also might be other people. And most people running for president are people who have a lot of money. Uh, That is unfortunately also the way it goes uh, these days. Some people don't. Uh, They often uh, get into office uh, broke. President Clinton was he was making something like $35,000 a year as governor of Arkansas. His wife was making a million dollars a year or something as an attorney down there. Uh, so they had some money, but they, they weren't as rich as most people. They made a lot of money since, though. That's how it happens. It's Open Line Friday. This is Southern California Live, last show of the year. Anything at all that's on your mind? And here's a question for you for discussion. What is your favorite moment of 2022? What is the most blessed thing that happened to you or something that you just want to praise God for for 2022 as we end the year with a lot of bad news and the cynicism and all of that. Is there a way that we can uplift it today on our show? What is your favorite moment or the best thing that happened to you in 2022? Give me a call. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. I'll be back as the Friday edition continues. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. It is Open Line Friday. Anything you'd like to talk about, you can give me a call today, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Maybe you've got some New Year's plans you want to talk about or a Bible verse that you've been thinking about, New Year's resolutions, all of those kinds of things. Whatever it is on your mind today, that is what we do. I know a lot of you are traveling out there. I was in traffic earlier today. 
I had to drop my parents off at the airport uh, where it is now functioning. Uh, luckily, I got to go to Burbank Airport, so uh, not, traffic not too bad at that airport, actually. My parents, uh, I told the story earlier this week, how uh, they were caught up in uh, the whole Southwest uh, fiasco. And I drove out to Phoenix to pick them up on Christmas Eve so they could be here for Christmas. Well, their flight out was always scheduled for today, and it never got canceled. So we're we're blessed about that, and they just landed in Phoenix, and uh, so all of that worked out. Hopefully, this uh, nightmare for travelers is over. Um, but as I was leaving the airport, I was just coming into the studio, and um, you know, the the studio is ten minutes from the airport, not very long at all, and uh, it took me about forty five minutes. Uh, to get here. And I don't know if there was an accident. I didn't hear about it. I didn't see anything. There was nothing on my app, just bad traffic. And I thought, well, maybe everybody's headed out of town for New Year's or headed home early. Uh, That might be the case. And um, so whatever it is, uh, I hope that you have some plans this weekend. Are you staying home? Are you going out? Is... uh, Are you just uh, hanging out? It's different. Something you should know as you're making plans uh, is... um, you know, I just, uh, and uh, is that uh, of the games, the bowl games and the Rose Parade are on Monday, not Sunday. And uh, that's a big deal. Like if you're making plans, you know, hopefully if you're doing it for Sunday, you're going to be watching NFL football with no parades. But if you're wanting to watch the college bowl games, they're on Monday and the Rose Parade is on Monday. That's what happens when New Year's Day is on a Sunday. 888-528-2557 is the number. Susanna in Huntington Beach. Welcome to Southern California Live. Susanna? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. So I'm calling in because you asked about, you know, how we felt um, about taxes being reported by politicians. That's right. We talked about that in the last segment. How do you feel about it? So the Trump taxes are out and they're going to scrutinize them. And, you know, he paid no taxes, no income taxes. He paid a lot of other taxes, apparently. But, I, I mean, do... Is this just all politics, or do we need to know? What do you think? Well, me personally, I don't need to know. Yeah. I I think it's, you know, I think it's a total waste of time and money. I don't believe that someone with his political profile is going to deliberately do anything that's going to shine a derogatory light on any of his businesses, if possible, that he has control over. And I just don't care. I don't. When, when it comes to people's tax reporting, even if you're a politician, it's none of my business. And I just feel like there's so many other big perks to fry rather than going after something like this. There's so much other things, so many other things going on yeah. um, that, that are affecting Americans and families that to just spend time and money and resources chasing another rabbit hole seems like a paramount waste of time and money. You know, I I agree with you, uh, Susanna, that I personally don't care. I don't care. And, in fact, I don't think they should. Any politician, I don't think they should have to release to the public their their personal taxes. I think maybe the IRS should look at it. Maybe there should be something that happens in private, you know, to make sure there's not something illegal happening. But, you know, the taxes are where you – if you're doing something illegal, you probably don't put it down in your taxes (laughs) because somebody's looking at it, right? Uh, and you know, rich, rich guys, Michael Blomberg, Mitt Romney, Donald Trump, these guys, it's so complicated. There's all this different stuff. It's just these things are done just to create an issue rather than solve a problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's 
let's throw some shark bait out there and get everyone stirred up and get everyone distracted. Um, no, you know, so they're not thinking about how quickly gas prices are going up now that everyone spent their Christmas money and um, how and food prices. I just went grocery shopping. I I just don't know how families are going to get through this. It's just, just if they continue to leverage the economy against families. You know, I'm uh, hoping that, uh, yeah, I re- thank you for your call, Suzanne. I appreciate that a lot. And she's right. You know, at the end of the day, does Donald Trump's tax tax returns mean anything? No, they don't. He's, he makes a lot more money than most of us are going to make, so good for him. You know, I hope he gives a lot away. I hope that he, you know, there's things I wish he would do with it maybe, but I'm not him. And otherwise, I would much rather our Congress be paying attention to exactly what Susanna said. Uh, prices, gas prices. I was reading that they think they're going to go back up this summer, that that's the uh, the idea is that they're going to start creeping up. You know, inflation, we celebrated that it was down to 7.1% from 7.3%. It's 7.1% is horrible. And, and it is expensive. I, I bought something today that I would have thought would be $10 and it was 16 It just is mind-boggling. That's going out there. All right, open line Friday, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Anything that is on your mind, it is open line Friday. And uh, you can call about anything you want. You can also email me, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. Sharon, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Hi, Sharon. I wanted to say that I am so thankful that I am a public school teacher and I was not forced to get the shot or lose my job. Oh, all right. Where do you, what, uh, can you, well, maybe you shouldn't tell me exactly what district you're in, but what kind of, uh, what kind of pressures did you face for that? Uh, well, just that you either had to get the shot or possibly lose your job. Yeah. But our district said that, okay, we won't force you to get the shot, but you do have to get tested once a week. So I was, not happy about being tested once a week, but I was willing to do that compared to getting that COVID shot. And as of this semester ending, we now no longer even need to be tested. You know, that I think is one of the things that is, uh, you know, one of the big real stories of this year, that we began the year by firing people, including medical professionals, people in the military uh, maybe some teachers in some places, I'm not sure, but people in our police departments, people in the fire department got fired for their choice not to uh, get the shot or even to get the booster. So it's not like they're even opposed to the first shot. They just felt like, why would I get the booster? And I'm glad right. that I'm glad that you still have your job. And uh, my opinion is everybody ought to get their jobs back if they were fired for that. Uh, that yes. really should be Thank a big you. deal. Yeah. Hey, Sharon, uh, happy new year to you. Thanks for being a teacher and, uh, and uh, doing what you're doing and being there in the public schools. You know, we talk a lot about schools and all the difficulties there, but I'm glad that you're there. Thank you. It's a, a ministry, that's for sure. Yep, it sure is, and I'm glad that you're a part of it. Thanks for calling Southern California Live today. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. I think that the issue of people getting their jobs back and being reinstated, that needs to be an issue and I don't think it should be left and right. The whole thing that uh, the the jab and a lot of a lot of things became a left and right issue is bad, right? It should be we should have a a more consistent approach to public health, you know. And the moment it was clearly understood 
you know, I'm not in favor of mandates either. And I'm not opposed. If you went out and you got the shot, great. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. If you're an older person, you know, over 75 or something, you know, there's a lot of reasons to look at that. But uh, I have a close friend who is a nurse, and she was a nurse at ground zero during the worst days of COVID. Her hospital was overcome with COVID patients, dying all the time. And she was one of the people who put on the spacesuit every day to handle the COVID patients. And she got her first shot and she got the second one, but she decided I don't want to do the booster. Plus she got COVID anyway, and she got fired. Uh, She lost her job because she refused to get, and I'm just infuriated about that, especially because the, the purpose for the mandates, the whole idea was, is that the shot is going to prevent you from transmitting the disease and uh, that was what was said at first, you know, about a year ago. Well, that was not true. And nobody thinks that's true anymore. Uh, and the moment it became clear that that wasn't true, which was not long after they started doing that, um, all those people, those mandates should have been dropped and all those people should have got their jobs back. It's just and they that should happen now. It's uh, I mean, a lot of those people have moved on and they're going to do different things. Uh, that's still a threat uh, for a lot of you out there. And I'm not against vaccines or, uh, you know, this shot if you want to get it, but there is something that is wrong about forcing people, I think, to uh, to do that. 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. It's Open Line Friday. And one of the questions is, how are you most blessed this year? What is something that you would uh, you thank God for because of uh, in 2022? Uh, Maria, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Maria. Uh, hi, it's Scott. I just want to praise God and give him the glory because my son was in an accident, head on collision, and he came out alive. Mm. And my brother had an open heart, and he uh, caught it 14 times, and he they brought him back. 14 and he's alive. times? Wow. Yes, you don't hear of that. Yeah. And um, I just thank God because I know God was there. Yeah, well, I'm I'm so grateful for that. And, you, and uh, did you say it was your son who got in a head-on collision? Yes, and the car was total um, with a utility pole, but my my son came out alive. Uh, people couldn't believe it that he walked out of that wow. accident. Wow! Wow! So I know God's in control. Yeah, he is. Well, I am so thankful for uh, for that, Maria. And uh, those are you know, scary times in 2022, but uh, you get to have these these loved ones with you in 2023. What a blessing. Yes. Thank right. you. And you have a great and a happy new year. Thank you, Maria. Happy new year to okay. you as well. Okay. All right. This is Southern California Live. The number is 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Open line Friday. We'll take your call on any subject, so give me a call now, 888-528-2557. When we come back, we'll get to your phone calls for Open Line Friday. Happy New Year. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Friday edition of SoCal Live continues. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live, open line Friday. 
Happy New Year to you. We'll take your call on any subject today, so you can, on Open Line Fridays, change the subject. Uh, maybe you've got a Bible verse you're thinking about or something you'll make a comment about in the news. Also, question I'm asking today is, what was the best moment of 2022 for you? Where was it a blessing for you or your family? What is the highlight of 2022? Let's end the year on that note. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Let's go to uh, Lori, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Lori. Can you speak up a little bit? I can't hear you too well. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, go ahead, Lori. Well, I just wanted to share that I I suffer from depression, and so the clinic that I attend, the psychiatrist and the nurse practitioner threatened me uh, that if I didn't get the shot, they would not give me my medications any longer. Mm -hmm. And so, and I, I I was in a bad place. I couldn't advocate for myself is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, but I took the shot, you know, and then I got sick and I've been just not the same since the shot. I'm a very healthy person. And I'm not unhealthy. Have you seen a doctor about uh, that response to it? Yeah, you know, I, I took the shot and I, I changed clinics and I changed doctors and I did the whole thing with the insurance. I, I got off of that insurance and went to another one. But I was just, you know, how dare they do that to someone that is. They knew at the moment I was a little under the weather, if I can put it that way. And, I was, you know, I was. I was very angry. I was very angry. Yeah. Uh, well, I understand that. See, I'm, I'm not in favor of the mandate or you know that kind of that kind of pressure. And yeah. you know, in the in the future, you know, with the way we deal with public health, we've just got to do it differently, right? There were there were so many. Uh, there there are things kind of on all sides that were not at all true. But, you know, the thing is, is when we just landed on, no, what these guys are saying is true, when they didn't really know it was true, uh, is really troublesome, right? We should have, I I feel like, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like we're mature enough to say, hey, here's what we know and here's what we don't know. We think you should take this shot, uh, but here's what we, here's the concerns that we have about it. But we still think, I feel like people can make that decision. Uh, I feel like that would serve people better. Yeah. I Uh, agree with you. I just met a lady who her da- her granddaughter, eight year old granddaughter Scott, took the shot, whatever shot they gave her for the COVID, and she's in the hospital, not being able to breathe. She was fine. The little girl was fine until the injection. Yeah, it's a controversy, especially with the kids now. Um, so I'm hoping that they're doing better. I hope you get better too. And uh, you know, twenty twenty three. Yeah. My 2023 is going to be awesome and fabulous and fantastic. I pray the same thing. I think do. so. I'm I'm hoping 2020, one way or another, for us who know the Lord, we're with the Lord, everything's good. Bless Him, right. yes. Bless God Almighty. we gotta, we got to look time. at it that way. You know, if we all, you know, get sick and we die, well, to die is gain. We get to go be with the Lord. Hallelujah. You know? That's what I said. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Lori, for your call. Happy New Year to you. 888-528-2557, open line Friday, any subject you would like. David in Culver City, welcome to Southern California Live. To me again, uh, Scott. Hi, <laughs> David. Uh, Happy New Year. Well, <laughs> Happy New Year to you. I, could, I can't resist calling you sometimes. Well, um, first of all, I do think we are entitled to know the president's income tax. 
because that way we see how the tax law works. To give you an example, carried interest is not what you said it is. It's a performance fee. Hedge fund managers get paid a certain percentage of the profits they make for their clients. They only have to pay 18% tax on those profits. Right. That's carried interest. It's a performance fee. So that's like almost everybody is unfair. Hedge funds pay so much to politicians that nobody will touch that. I think people should know that. I don't have a problem with that. I agree with you. Donald Trump had good accountants and probably took advantage of the tax laws. Yeah. Second point. Well, second point. Um, you know, the idea that the military can't tell soldiers what to do and you get to decide what order you want to follow and what order you don't. When I was on the military, you lined up. And, you and got you're, you're talking about you're talking about the uh, the vaccine mandate. The COVID, absolutely. The military, I don't think you get to pick and choose what orders you follow. So what other orders do you think shouldn't be mandated? No, I, I understand what, what you're talking you about. But, you know, uh, there were probably some orders that uh, people faced in Vietnam and other places they shouldn't have followed. Right? I mean, sometimes well, there's a thing. Should, well, maybe but I'm not, but I'm not really right. talking about following orders. I understand. Uh, you said you're in the military? I was in the military, yeah. Yeah, my, my understanding in, is they uh, you walk through a line and they'll hit you in both arms with different vaccinations and other absolutely, things. Absolutely, right? because they don't want you to get sick and they don't want you to get other yeah. people sick and they want other countries to let you come in. Yeah, here's The idea that, you, that people get to pick and choose what vaccine, no, you can't have a well-ordered military and have people picking and choosing orders. Well, and I my think... My point is... Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's stay with this one, then we'll get to the third one. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm wondering, though, is... The, and I agree with you on the orders thing. That's just kind of how it is, right? But on once we right. dis, once we discovered that this this shot doesn't prevent the spread of the disease, should it still be mandated, well, even in the military? First of all, Scott, it does prevent severity of disease. Well, that's what they say. Yeah, that's the that's the agreement now. You know, but that's not the, that wasn't the rationale for the mandates. The you rationale know, for the mandates was know, to stop the spread. No, it was always that it prevents severity of disease. It no, that's what they say now. But originally, no, it was if you no. get the shot, you won't get COVID. That's what they God, said. You're no, 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 I'm not. You're you can Google it. The president I, said that. I, he made no, it really I, clear. God, I don't rely on Google. I rely well, on the You can Google and watch the president say, well, hold on, okay. hold on. You can Google, David, and watch the president say, if you get the shot, you won't get COVID. Well, no, no, no. They said that early on. Now, okay, right. I agree with you because that's what they thought. I agree. I that's mean, what they thought. Like so what I'm arguing is that, that what I'm arguing is that once they knew that wasn't true, they should have stopped the mandates. No, because then they saw that it was, even though it wasn't stopping all COVID, it was stopping severity of illness and hospitalization because knowledge evolves. Knowledge is not fixed at one point in time. So they had to adjust their decision-making, but they still thought the mandate was reasonable. I'm not a scientist. Whether it was or wasn't, I don't know. All right. But the military were convinced that it did, and somebody has to make decisions in the military. Yeah, and I they decided you have to take the shot what's your, based on the evidence that they evaluated. Okay, David, so you I made your point. What's your, being, what's your third point? Well, we're running out of time. So what's your third well, point? My third point, is a, you know, my third point, again, is a very quick point that just because it doesn't prevent all spread of disease does prevent severity and hospitalization. So I'm, I, I don't know that I love mandates, but I trust the public health authorities. I really do. Well, I trust them more than Salem Radio 
people that call in with anecdotes about this illness and that illness that they got after immunization. Yeah, I understand I mean, that. Anecdotes but are not evident. Let me ask you this. There's a, a million, okay. almost a million, 100,000 people who've died in the United States from the COVID. Um, yeah. One over a million of them are over 50. Um, almost none of them are under 50. It's like 70,000. And from zero to 17, it's 1,400. It's hardly any. Should we have mandates for that age group? Like I have two kids, 10 well, and 13. Should I, and we vaccinated them yeah. for the other stuff. Should I be forced though to give them a vaccine that well, I don't think is is the best thing again, for them? Based on stats? Most deaths have been in people 60. 1% of people 60 and over have died of COVID. Yeah, that's the point I'm making is that. It isn't just death. It's It's not just death. It's long COVID. It's pulmonary disease. It's complications of getting COVID that don't just result in death. Yeah. It's long illness, hospitalization. So I think what from what I'm able to read, I believe for the most part that the public health authorities have tried to revise, have tried to keep abreast. They didn't know what was going to happen. They've tried to protect our health. I think I there's some of that's true, but doing, there's some politics in this, isn't there? You don't, you don't think there's some politics? Absolutely not. They're not doing it for nefarious reasons. No, I don't think Dr. Fauci is a nefarious power monitor. No, I think he's a public spirited person. But he could be wrong, right? I mean, he could be. He could be just. Absolutely. Yes. Error is human. The source of all error is usually human error. All right, David. We're we're almost we're almost out of time. So I'm going to wish you a very happy New Year, David. It is good to wish you a happy New Year too. It is great to get to know you this year, David. Thank you for calling Southern California. Bye. All right. All right, everybody. You know, we're going to have that argument probably throughout the year a little bit, you know, and, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see where all of that goes. But I hope 2023 is uh, is better in all of those in all of those ways. This is Southern California Live Open Line Friday. We'll take your call on any subject. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. Lots of things going on in the news. But as we talk about these things today, how has 2022 been a blessing for you? Let's end the year on uh, those kinds of things. If we have those things, how has 2022 been a blessing for you? And I'll tell you, for me and my family, there's, you know, there's a lot to the story of how we ended up here on this program and in Los Angeles uh, with all of you here and still with everybody in San Diego where we lived for 25 years. Uh, But I have to tell you, it's a blessing. And in our life, it is, we're grateful for what the Lord is doing in this program and in the ministry and in our own uh, lives everywhere. And I want to tell you that it is great to be with you every day here on this program. That has been, for me, one of the greatest blessings of 2022, is to be able to be with you every single day and to talk about these issues and to look beyond the headlines and to really get into uh, a conversation that, you know, something about this show, as you tell your friends about the show, is we get to talk about things from a context that nobody else gets to talk about right now. We get to go a little bit deeper. We get to say, you know what? We don't need to toe a certain line here and there except the line of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We get to focus on that, which is always good news. And we hopefully will be a people who really strives to find the truth and to really get down to what is really true about issues so that we can represent Christ as followers of Jesus um, 
the way he wants us to and to grow in our faith that way. It's a privilege and an honor to be with you every single day here on this program. We're going to continue with Hour 2 in just a minute. We're on 3 to 5 every day. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. I'll be back with Open Line Friday as the Friday edition continues. Stay tuned. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 